Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen. Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat, IGN's Nintendo podcast. My name is Philip Mewson, and today I'm joined by Pear Schneider, Hello. Tom Marks, Hello. and Casey DeFritas. Hey guys. <laughs> How is everyone doing? You're Wait very proud that you didn't mess up her name this time. I'm getting really good, <laughs> good with job. names. Good job. The names are on lock. Very good. Yeah. It's, it's the week before E3. Goodness. How's everyone feeling right now? Let's just check in real quick. Whew. 
Uh, I'm super nervous. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, we, we spend a bunch of dough on E3 every year. A lot more dough than we spend on anything else. Yeah. We build a booth on the show floor. We have a studio off uh, outside the convention center to live stream, you know, the entire week. And so many things can go wrong. <laughs> so talk to me in a week again. Yeah. <laughs> We've actually already have uh, had a couple surprises. Um, outside of games, you may have noticed Brian is not here today. Ooh. And that's because Brian just had a baby or his wife <laughs> and him had a baby. <laughs> yes. Not a surprise, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So congratulations to Brian. Make sure you shout out your congratulations yes. in the comments to let him know you're happy yeah. for him like we are, of just course. Just gone gold. Samus Zelda Birdo Altano was just <laughs> born. So yes. do congratulate him him on that baby's birth. Absolutely. And Casey, you just got back from Japan. I did. I'm still a little bit jet lagged. So I'm sorry in advance for any weird things I might say, but no, it's fine. <laughs> what, uh, like relevation. <laughs> tell, um, tell, uh, tell them what were you doing over there? So I was in Japan to see the Pokemon press release, the really big one. Uh, we learned about Let's Go. We learned about the core game coming out in 2019 and we got Pokemon Quest. So a lot of really huge announcements. I got to interview Junichi Masada, which was amazing. Honestly, dream come true. Yeah, it was really totally. great. Did um, you get to play the uh, 2019 game? I did not get to play anything. They did not show anything about the 2019 game. Would you they be able had... to tell us if you could, if you did play it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. No, they... She's under a theoretical NDA. It's yeah. a theoretical yeah. NDA? Yeah. Theoretical okay. one, they yeah. did have the Pokeball Plus there, but they wouldn't let me touch it. You didn't get to throw it? So I saw it, well, I saw it on a table oh, cool. in the Q&A room, and I was like, I'm going to touch it. And I was like, I'm going to go get it. And they were like, no, 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 no touch, no touch. I was like, I'm sorry, you caught me. Oh, man. So, yeah, That's they so wouldn't cool. let me pick it up. <laughs> I hope they have one of those on E3, like yeah. on display. That'd I really, really cool. hope they sure. do, and I hope we get some more information and maybe we can see some gameplay, because I know when Sun and Moon first mm. happened, um, well, they announced Sun and Moon before E3, and then they had a lot more gameplay to show at E3. It wasn't hands-on with the fans, but maybe we can see more of Let's Go, yeah. which I'd like to see. And you excited? how's your excitement level? You obviously, I mean, there are three different games. Yeah. Seems like a little bit of everything for everyone. Yeah, I am so incredibly excited about everything. The way that they did this was incredibly smart because Let's Go is a game that I'm really excited to play, and I'm really glad that they are experimenting with gameplay mechanics that they otherwise haven't before experimented with and they are able to do this safely because they announced a core game coming out next year so everyone is getting what they want um hardcore players are getting their core game uh players who might be intimidated by the normal rpg are getting something else a little bit lighter and then pokemon quest is already released and is out now but i feel like if that game had been announced without the conjunction yeah, of the other yeah. two games, people, people would have been no. like, yeah, it's like no one asked for this. Why are you giving us this? But now it's just an extra. It's like the inevitable E3 mobile game trailer where yeah. everybody's watching the press conference. You get the CG rendered mm -hmm. trailer. It's like coming to Android platforms now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I wanted that. Did you get a chance to play Quest? Yes, yeah. I did. I have not played a ton of it, but mm -hmm. I played it on my flight home. And I had I had fun with it. It was um, it's okay, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not it's too fine. bad. It's clearly like very ringing endorsement there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too bad. I know, I know. It's getting a lot of flack because obviously people are calling it a mobile game. Like it's yeah. built for mobile. It's it very is. obvious that it is, but it's still pretty. You fun. You guys enjoy? It? I'm, it's I really cute. Honest, I'm not enjoying it. I feel yeah. like I could 
start playing the game, walk mm -hmm. away, and the game would be just fine without me playing yep. itself. Yeah, that's, that's, what that it feels mobile, like. that's the mobile part. But it's of it. a, it just doesn't require much action on your part. And like, right. I mean, it, it would you auto, say that's can, great for a video game? No, <laughs> it's a, it's like an autoplay right. thing. You can just set it to autoplay, and of course, it makes the levels a lot harder and more difficult than they would be otherwise if mm -hmm. you are actively controlling it. But I think that mechanic was put in so that if you go back to redo levels, you don't have to be active in it, yeah. mm -hmm. and people are just using that mechanic for everything. I'm I don't a, know. I'm a big fan of the plushies and toys yes. that will inevitably come out of that art style. So yeah. they already did. I do, I do dig that <laughs> approach. Yeah. I should have I should have brought this up, but I brought back a Pokemon Quest Pikachu for Miranda. It's on her desk. If no you guys way. Want to oh, check wow. it out. I haven't <laughs> seen yeah. it. Is it like a blocky? Yeah, it's like, a block. Oh, and wow. in the pile of Pikachus that yeah. are already there. I think the best one is uh, the Pokemon Quest Electrode because it is a cube. How does it move? No one knows. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of tragic when you think about it like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like... It's Reminds like, me of this game. There was a GameCube game called Cubivore. I don't think it came out in the US. It, it came out in Europe and Japan only with all the creatures yeah. were, were blocks. Yeah. And they had to eat each other. And it was a tragic game. <laughs> but, uh, but, but with that arch style, it somehow worked. Yeah. 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 It's cute. It's, well, it's cute. It's fine. I'm yes. more looking forward to Let's Go and the core Pokemon game in 2019. Yep. Yeah, thankfully, we do have those games coming. Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee are coming out November 16th. Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, like Pokemon games usually do come out mm -hmm. in like November. Yeah fall, winter time. So yeah, definitely look forward to that. But we do have a ton of stuff to talk about in today's episode. Uh, we've got some major leaks appearing uh, or showing up ahead of E3, which is kind of tradition at this point, right? <laughs> so um, yeah, that's not no real surprise to anyone. Paladins has been announced for Nintendo Switch, which is a hero shooter. So I'm really excited to talk about that. I know Tom and I have played a little bit of Paladins. Uh, so we'll give you our input on that. And there's also a really cool exclusive from uh, Famitsu talking about a new game from the director of Mother 3 and apparently GameCube, uh, officially licensed GameCube controllers have been spotted in the wild. So I want to delve into that a little bit. And of course, we're going to talk a little bit about our impressions with the Mario Tennis Aces demo. And if you're following Nintendo Voice Chat on Twitter, we have a bunch of questions that uh, we're actually going to answer uh, in the latter half of the episode. So stay tuned for that. But let's go ahead and jump straight over into the major E3 leaks that just happened this past week. So uh, these leaks apparently originated from 4chan and uh, it was supposed to be a doc. It's a, it's a document essentially that indicates a big showing of what Nintendo's planning to, I guess, have hands-on or within their direct at E3. And a bunch of these games uh, were already very speculated on. Uh, we kind of have been predicting for a while now. Uh, and I think we have a, an, Im an image, excuse me, of the games. If you could pull that up for us, Andres. There we go. So you can see it right there. Uh, Fortnite, that's the one that I guess stands out for everyone, uh, is listed as a game that is allegedly coming to Nintendo Switch, as well as Dragon Ball Fighter Z, uh, which has been talked about for quite a while. And then uh, some other games that we have known for a while that are coming to Switch, like Starlink and uh, Monster Ubisoft. Hunter. Yep. Um, yeah, so very, very exciting stuff. So, so what's, what stands out to you guys here? I mean, first of all, like when you see this image, this, this instantly screamed real to me. Mm -hmm. Right. Of course, next year, people are going to rip off this format yeah. and like try to convince you that fake leaks are real. But this looks like a proof sheet. <laughs> and, yeah. And it makes total sense. This is a display, obviously, for, uh, for Nintendo's booth. 
Um, yeah, when I when I saw this, I'm like, yep, that's uh, that's real. Also, there's no crazy exa- exaggerated game on this. Like, right, it's you know, all very believable. like Metroid Kart racing or anything. Um, <laughs> first of all, Tom and I, of course, when we see Overcooked Two. Uh, we're probably very happy people. Yeah, right? yeah, that's that's if that's real, that's a really cool one because it's. I mean, Overcooked is a great game, a, one of the best party games that has come out in the last couple of years, and it, I didn't expect there to be a two. Like they did a couple yeah. DLCs for that, and now the fact that there might be a sequel is just very like especially so soon too. Yeah, it's unexpected yeah. and it's cool. I hope they do something different with it. I hope it's not just if it exists is not just like more overcooked right yeah, but right. Uh, I, i'm interested to see what that is because the first one rocked one of the <laughs> greatest so two fun. player games on the well four player games yeah. on the on the switch yeah i'd say um relationship destroying yes oh, yeah. I, oh yeah. yeah i had so yeah. much fun playing getting capture for your, your review uh-huh. in that bay <laughs> like all four of us cramped in that small room and just all of us just laughed so much so mm-hmm. i'm i'm also very yeah. excited and, if and this then, is true yeah, like the the other titles on the list, like Dragon Ball Fighters, that was one that people wanted very early on when it came out. People mm-hmm. wanted mm-hmm. to see this on Switch. It was one of those games that lend it would lend itself graphically to be on the Switch mm-hmm. much more easily than some some other fighters. Um, so uh, makes makes total sense to see it there. Well, it does. I have actually a question uh, for you guys about Fighter Z. Do you think that it's too late for Fighter Z to appear on Switch um, after it released on PS4? Like has the sort of competitive community like found its place on a console already because i i've heard that the majority of players do play on ps4 so mm-hmm. do you think it's sort of still worth bringing over to switch like does this legitimize it for the fighting game community i, I think it's not too late definitely mm-hmm. I, I think that the more places you can get games like that out on the better and i think if it works on switch that's great uh like competitive communities and and I think fighting game communities specifically will always do that mm-hmm. no matter what no matter what consoles it releases on they're always going to choose something and kind of have that be the standardized right. sp- like uh platform mm-hmm. for whatever their tournaments are mm-hmm. just so that people can get, all be on the same footing be practicing on the same level so I think that the competitive community would have rallied around the PS4 version of Dragon Ball yeah. Fighters no matter when the Switch version came right, out. Right, yeah. And probably the people that want to play it on Switch still want to play it on Switch. Like, mm-hmm. the competitive community is, probably wasn't going to start on the Switch version anyway. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And the the fighting game genre, the, the lineup is not so deep on the Switch that this game is arriving in, in a crowded field. I mean, I, I think it's awesome to see some of the, you know, the, the more traditional 2D fighter setups on on yeah. the Switch and I think even people who might have the PS4 version would really like to take the game on the go with them right mm-hmm. like yeah absolutely if you're a pro player you can practice on the, yeah. on the on the plane now um that doesn't mean that they're going to really enjoy the lack of a D-pad on, <laughs> yeah. on this machine but you know but it is pro it controller is, fixes that it's probably a good fighting game for Switch too because it's not you know there's there's obviously a ton of nuance and complexity to the yep. controls but it is a little bit more of like uh, an entry level fighter for for some people. Uh, once again, not knocking Dragon Ball <laughs> Fighters. I think it's a yeah. great deep fighting game. Uh, but it's more accessible. I exactly. Would say. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. To people who aren't f- as familiar with fighting. It's got games, like the yeah. one button combos where you can kind of just mash one thing and keep yeah. going, and like that. I, I think that'll be appealing to a Switch audience. So yeah, the yeah. thing that remains to be seen can they can they pull off that look on the machine? Right. You know, obviously. Uh, uh, I, I said it's not as demanding as some other games, but it it, it is. They are what they did with uh, with polygonal characters and 
cell shading. Yeah. They they replicated the look of Dragon Ball so well, and the the little kind of cutscene special sequences. Uh, you know, remains to be seen if they can pull it off as well on the machine. But I have high hopes. Yeah. Well, if the document is in fact real, then hopefully this is coming true. But yep. um, we'll see. I mean, we'll find out soon enough. E3 is not too far away. But before we move away from this subject, I do want to go back to uh, Fortnite. So apparently, that's a big. That's a big. Yeah. One. It's mm-hmm. the big one. Yeah. It's also really expected. Yeah. <laughs> it totally is. Yeah. Um, but Mo- most popular video game in the world gets released on one of the most popular systems in the yeah. world is like not really a. A surprise, right? <laughs> yeah. You can't even call it a rumor anymore because somebody like uh, somebody hacked the the store feed. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So earlier this week, uh, there was some sort of a minor update to the eShop, which added a couple new features that make sort of just exploration on the eShop and game discovery a little bit more easier for people uh, to deal with. So that sort of uh, inspired a very famous like you know Switch hackers and and modders mm-hmm. to sort of data mine and see what's really going on there. And throughout that, uh, they were able to find essentially uh, details about uh, an update file indicating or actually for Fortnite on the icon the eShop. Even, yeah, even and, the icon. And then just a couple hours later, they found the icon uh, and they also found the icon for uh, Paladins as well. So this, to me, looks just like it's the worst kept secret of E3 uh, 2018. (laughs) But but it's, uh, you know, like... It is a major, major game that is captivating players and streamers. You know, it's one of the most played games, as you say, yeah. uh, on the market right now. And it's not changing because they're so smart about how they update the mm-hmm. game and how they created the mystery around the the meteors and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And to have this this soon on the Switch is, is really good news. This is not a repeat of the Minecraft situation where everybody said, this is a no-brainer. Why is it not on this machine? You're getting this game early. And it plugs an, a really big hole. You know, mm-hmm. there's no Overwatch. There's mm-hmm. no PUBG. There's no Call of Duty on this oh, yeah. machine, right. right? We've got Doom, but like competitive shooters, multiplayer shooters are just not on this machine yet. And this is going to be a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised that more third party publishers haven't been taking that opportunity to bring their big genres yeah. like Overwatch and like Fortnite, for instance, because uh, they could essentially have a monopoly. You yeah. know what I mean? At the end of the day. Uh, so it's it's good to see that, you know, and this is a perfect segue for our next topic. It's good to see that High Res Studios has taken note of their opportunity and announced Paladins uh, for mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch. So like I said earlier, it's officially happening and it's going to be coming out on June 12th, which is just oh, around the corner. Yeah, that's super, super fast. Soon. Yeah, it's, it's apparently... You know, coming out, so get ready. Now, there are some uh, contingencies. Uh, So, essentially, it's going to be an early access on June 12th. uh, (laughs) Who knew there was a thing on Switch? Right, exactly. If you're not not familiar with that, on on Steam, early access means you're paying money for a game that is not completely baked all the way through. So, you're basically saying, here's money, but I understand there will be bugs in it. But this sounds different, right? This is not the same kind of early access. It's a little different. So, basically, this early access access uh you'll be able to get you'll be able to access the game if you buy the founders pack of paladins which is going to run you 29.99 um and that's going to be available on june 12th but there will be a free-to-play version available on the eShop uh later in the summer so i don't know how do you feel about this tom i know you and i were talking about it earlier yeah it's a little i mm. think it's dumb (laughs) (laughs) any anybody that didn't who's just listening didn't see my major eye roll (laughs) when you were talking about the release date well, earlier. Well, first, you, you like the idea, though, that 
this game is coming to Switch. I right? love that Paladins is coming to Switch. Anybody yeah. who doesn't know Paladins, it's a, it's like it nonstop in the, it's always in the top 20 game, most played games on Steam. It's it a is, hero shooter. It's a hero shooter. Yeah. It's very similar to kind of like Overwatch mixed with a MOBA. Uh, there was this whole big debate about like, it's just an Overwatch clone. Like it's not just an Overwatch clone. It is very similar in the way you play it, but mm-hmm. it's it's got a lot of different stuff going on. It's got a lot of weird, cool things that Overwatch doesn't do. And the um, Switch, um, not to cut you off, but the oh, Switch yeah. version is going to have crossplay with Xbox One. It's right. going to run is at really surprising. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It is so cool, and it's going to run at sixty frames per second. And it's built from the ground up on a custom in-house port of the Unreal Three engine. So right. Yeah. It seems like it's going to be full-on console parity between Xbox, mm-hmm. Switch, and yeah, probably yeah. PS4. The too. sixty frames is definitely cool to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, the the reason that the whole release thing annoys me is because Paladins came out in early access on Steam and it needed to be in early access on Steam for that. Like, I, I, I'm i not an early access hater. I think early mm-hmm. access can be used really well or really poorly and that's just yep. the fact of the thing. Um, the thing that bugs me is that I can't imagine that whatever the version of Paladins that coming is coming to Switch is, is not done. Right? Like, it's been out of early access on other platforms for so long that bringing it under an early access thing where it's a free to play game, it's free to play on every other system right now, and you can pay extras to get cosmetics. It feels like a marketing thing to me Mm -hmm. where they're trying to get people who want it right away to pay $30, and then they'll just make it free when they want to make it free. And like, when it leaves early access, it's not going to get like some big update, it's just going to become free. the thing that it comes with, though, it doesn't come just with early access. It comes with all of the characters That's as a well. Point. Yeah. Right. So, like, yeah. generally, so another thing about this free-to-play game, I have played Hi-Rez's other game, Smite, mm-hmm. and they kind of did a similar thing. You can buy the Founders Pack, which yeah. automatically gives you all of the champions that you can play as. Whereas if you're playing as just the free-to-play version, you have to unlock the characters through in-game currency or you have to buy them separately. Right. Um, so this not only gives you early access, but it also gives you access to all of the champions at the start. Yeah. And generally, purchasing them in this bundle is cheaper than buying them all separately. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're, they're going to do this in Paladins, but in Smite, um, once you if you have just purchased a few characters and then decide you want to buy the bundle with all of them, they refund you your in-game currency Hmm. that you have spent. So Mm -hmm. I think the way that they are presenting it as early access is a little weird Mm -hmm. because really I think it's just a bonus for purchasing the Founders Pack. Yeah, and and the Founders Pack, they on PC now it's completely free to play and there's a think it's called like a heroes pack which is mm-hmm. similar to what you're talking about you just yeah. get to unlock all the heroes right away and mm-hmm. then there's also like a digital deluxe edition or something like deluxe edition something mm-hmm. like that which is $60 uh, and gets you a ton of currency and cosmetics and all that yeah. sort of thing because uh, that's that's how this game makes mm-hmm. money is it's it plays more like Overwatch but like you said it, it's not all the heroes are unlocked. They yeah. have a free hero rotation yeah. that sort of thing. I was thinking that it might have been the decision driven by the you, you, by the friction of paying for something on the Switch. Mm. You know, once you put your credit card in and everything, it's easy to buy something. But on the other platforms, you know, you're already paying for an online service. Mm -hmm. And so your payment, it is literally like, oh, I'm tempted to buy the crystals. I'm going to do it now. And that doesn't exist on this machine yet Mm -hmm. until the online service goes pay later on, you know? And so maybe they, maybe they were, were a little nervous about, uh, you know, that, that kind of friction and how easy it is to, Mm -hmm. to pay them something because they're not making this game out of the kindness of their own. (laughs) Right. right? Yeah. They, they, they want to make their money back. Um, yeah. The, the other thing, like, 
early access to me the the label is just kind of it's dangerous like if if the kinks aren't ironed out and this game doesn't run completely smoothly and we'll talk about mario tennis in a second mm -hmm. right like mm -hmm. people who pay 30 bucks are going to be extra super oh angry, yeah right? yeah yeah because they are excited to play this early and then if it doesn't work um so let's hope that this is not a stress test early access period either <laughs> yeah. oh yeah well it, i mean i guess it it could be like maybe the game runs fine but they haven't tried with online servers mm -hmm. yeah we, we won't know until we try it one thing i will i would test that for free though yeah <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. One thing I real, will really quickly say just about Paladins is uh, there's a lot of misconceptions about Paladins being pay-to-win um, because it briefly was, <laughs> uh, yeah. which is kind of the best way to put it. Um, it, it they introduced this thing called, and I, I just want to mention this because I think some people have heard part of this story and not all of it, and it's really important to know about like where Paladins is now because they introduced this system called Cards Unbound. Uh, and Cards Unbound basically made the game pay to win and like the the fans were furious mm -hmm. and like put up this enormous stink uh, and they didn't change it for a really long time. And then I think it was about two or three months ago. I can't remember exactly. High res said, you know what? We know you hate this system. We're going to completely remove it. And now actually this system is even more fair than mm -hmm. it was before they went to this bad system. But so the story lingers, right? Like once you have some yeah. bad exactly. news like that out, the, that, the that, story lingers. It's hard to wash off the pay-to-win scent, mm -hmm. even when it's, mm -hmm. in this instance, completely gone. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, there are a lot of reasons to like or not like Paladins, but like if you've heard anything about the pay-to-win stuff, just don't even worry about it. It's Did not you thing. review it for us? Or? I didn't review no. it. No, it came out before. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Wait, uh, it left early access a yeah. few months ago. I don't remember yeah. who reviewed it, but we reviewed yeah. it. We liked highly. it, yeah. yeah. I think we gave it like an 8.3. It's Somewhere in the 8s. Yeah. yeah. It's so, a good game. It's yeah. really good. No, it is really good. Um, if you like Overwatch, chances are you're probably going to like this. So if you've been waiting for Overwatch on Switch, this is definitely the next best thing. It's not an exact uh, clone, as people say, or copy. It definitely has its own merits that I think uh, make it its own game, its own experience. Like, it has a card system, right? Yeah. And you can change different loadouts. And the, car the whole card system is something that... Um, like you create a loadout and then it'll buff your character in a specific way and then you can during matches buy uh additional like buffs and stuff like that um similar to how it, you would buy weapons in counter-strike which is really cool so that's totally different from overwatch i'm personally looking forward to it i'm not thrilled about the actual like requirement of having to buy a founders pack first and then it being free to play i think mm -hmm. doing it alongside um each other would have made more sense mm -hmm. but you know it's a, it's still a business at the end of the day and they're looking to make money so a uh, good thing is i actually enjoy paladins quite a bit so you have my recommendation to definitely check it out um, but let's go ahead and move on over to this new thing that was just revealed, I guess, by Killer Fumitsu. Queen Black. No, ooh, yes, <laughs> I've been waiting to talk about Killer Queen all day. Um, no a joke, no. but I would totally talk about Killer oh. Queen all day. No, look, <laughs> Killer Queen is a, it's a good. Tom game. had a spark in his eye. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, it's like a ten-player crazy. Yeah, it's an arcade game. Arcade game. It's yeah. a, like, and when I say arcade game, I mean it's arcade only. It's it's you have to buy like a ten to fifteen thousand dollar arcade machine. That oh lets, man. It's a 5v5 RTS almost resource management, kind of looks like Joust arcade game. Well, and whatever Killer Queen Black would be is apparently a Switch version yeah. or something, and it could be really cool. Yeah, we'll Can you check also, it out when it's revealed. Yeah. For now, just... Also, Killer Queen is the sleeper rumor. reason for why that could be a real list, because if you go to the Killer Queen Twitter page, their profile picture and cover image on their Twitter page is just all black. 
So oh. and they've not announced it at all. It's completely so. real. So it, that, that's that's <laughs> a really good sign of like. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, you were going to yeah. talk about a different game. Yeah, <laughs> we like to hijack Philip's show once Work. in a while. Uh, okay, so yeah, this game is called I don't even know how to pronounce it correctly. Work X Work. Yep. Work times so work. I'm so I'm assuming. Like Hunter, Hunter is Hunter with an X in the middle, and then maybe, Hunter. So maybe yeah. it's just work, 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 work. Okay, Hunter, Hunter, Master X, Master. That is, master, gosh, master, technically. Well, this is a Switch game that's being developed uh, by the director of Mother Three, uh, which is very exciting, and it's releasing at least in Japan. We don't know for sure about the U.S. on September twenty seventh for around forty five dollars, um, and it's probably the closest thing that we're going to get to an Earthbound release, uh, at least for now. Yeah. So I think we have some images. Uh, can you? throw them up on screen so people can get a quick look at what they look like. So Shigesato Itoi, um, you know, the creator of the Mother games and mm -hmm. Earthbound, he, he's not making games anymore, but you are actually getting, uh, you know, you're getting a director who worked on the game here and you're getting the artist. And so if you look at the so faces cool. of the mm -hmm. characters and they, they, they're kind of like little cardboard cutouts yeah, in this game, cute. the characters will look very, very much like uh, Earthbound characters. They do, yeah. yeah. It's so cute. Oh, oh my God. But we don't know uh we don't know much about this game yet you know hopefully this comes out over here i'm i'm hoping it's like a kind of like golf story you know like right. you're getting these quirky 2d games that have really original gameplay concepts behind them it looks almost in that in that screenshot it looks almost like an rpg of some mm -hmm. kind of like a paper mario style thing maybe but i don't know it definitely seems like a traditional rpg yeah, like yeah 2d yeah. turn-based rpg yeah, we'll, I'm into it. See. I, yeah. I want it to come to America. That's all I know. I hope it for does. Sure. I really hope it does. Um, but yeah, that was just a quick one for you guys. Let's go ahead and roll on over to these Nintendo licensed GameCube controllers that just kind of showed up uh, in the back <laughs> of some guy's store. Um, uh, so this is actually from Reddit. Uh, it comes from Reddit user via or Reddit user Mew the Creator. Great name. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> uh, so these controllers are actually manufactured by. Power A, and if you're familiar with Power A, they've done a couple Switch controllers before. Um, you can see right there, they look exactly like GameCube controllers uh, with some minor differences like button placement. Uh, there's like a share button, there's a home button, so it's clearly... a little longer. The handles mm -hmm. are longer and the, mm -hmm. you know, the extrusions where the D-pad sit, they look a little bit more like, uh, I don't know, like uh, alien... Million <laughs> face hugger balls or something. Mm. Well, at least it's, it's also a, got the second yeah. Z button, right? That second shoulder button. Yeah, mm. it does, and they're clearly wired. Um, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it says wired controller on it. So yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think it's really cool. Obviously, we're seeing this as we lead up closer to E3, where we're going to learn a lot more about Smash. And I know that a lot of people, including myself, and I think everybody here yeah. on this panel like strongly prefers playing with a GameCube controller. Do you play with a GameCube controller? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, so I came, I came in to play yesterday and they were like, oh, we, we ran a GameCube controllers. And I told them, I don't want to play unless I have a GameCube controller. <laughs> but I, I want to make sure like they, they look like GameCube controllers, but there's something about that feel of that yeah. controller. Like the way the shoulder buttons are mm -hmm. curved and everything is just right with mm -hmm. that controller for me. Yeah. Especially for Smash, right? Um, I, I, I hope they also feel like them. Don't just look like them. Muscle memory is mm -hmm. f like so important <laughs> for yeah. those kind of games. So anything that feels slightly off will affect my performance personally. I don't know about everyone else's, but um, I even the third party controllers back in the GameCube era, I wouldn't want to play. They would look exactly the same, but they didn't feel 
the same as what Pear was saying. Right. So who's your character? Who's your main? Pikachu. Pikachu. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can still use those uh, GameCube adapters that came out for the Wii U with the Switch. So Nintendo is not producing them anymore, unfortunately. They'll be back. Yeah. I mean, it's like I feel like there hasn't been a lot of talk about third-party controllers Mm -hmm. or you know wired controllers. There's obviously one line of of wired controllers already for the the Switch, but I think the moment Smash Brothers appears, lots of wild controllers will appear too. Mm -hmm. I I think you'll see some of them at E3. Well, if if this is in fact like a legitimate thing, um, and Nintendo's licensing these controllers for third parties to make for Switch. Um, do you guys think that there's a chance that we could possibly get like a Wavebird 2 for specifically for yeah. Smash? Because I could see like a lot of people latching onto that, you know, a like sm- a pro yeah. GameCube yeah. controller. Yeah, would be pro cool. controller like GameCube edition for yeah. sure, right? Yeah. Not just in, hopefully not just in color scheme, but also in, mm-hmm. in the feel of it. That'd be really cool. Yeah. With yeah. one more shoulder button. I mean, that I was know. so weird. Come on. The Z <laughs> yeah. button was weird. I like the Z button. The asymmetrical <laughs> setup. Can I strange. can I be the one that everyone hates on in the comments for yeah, this always, conversation? Always. Yeah. Okay. Guys, sure. This, Tom. this is the first Smash Bros. I have ever not cared about a GameCube controller going into. Really? really? I don't because care. you like the Pro Controller? I or? think that the Pro Controller is the Switch Pro Controller, very specifically. Yeah. The Switch Pro Controller, it not is the a Wii U Pro Controller, controller mm-hmm. the Wii One. I think the Switch Pro Controller is a phenomenal controller. Mm-hmm. Um, I even think that the Joy-Con on the little thing is, like the sleds, are, is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that the, the Wii and the Wii U had serious problems with controllers, and the GameCube was their best option mm-hmm. by far for that. And I was very, very excited when they announced GameCube controllers for the Wii U Smash. But... This one, I'm. I don't really feel myself needing to go back to a decade-old controller to play this that's, game. I just, I fair, yeah. And I feel like the people that they're making a GameCube controller for, like, it, it feels like they're making it for like the die-hard Smash people and yeah. like no one mm-hmm. else. And it's got to be yeah. wired, right? And everything, yeah. Yeah. But there's a yeah. lot of die-hard Smash. Oh, yeah. people. and I'm not, and I'm not disparaging yeah. those people. If you want to use a GameCube controller, that's fine. I'm it's bringing a great controller, but I'm bringing an adapter and a GameCube controller with me to E3. <laughs> I'm going to ask to use it if they try to hand me any other controller. So I'll tell you guys how that goes. What if they have? What if? What if you walk into the Smash demo and you just get a single Joy-Con? Would I you just walk will out? riot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited that they're making a GameCube successor or whatever it's gonna be, if that's a real thing. But like, <laughs> I don't really care. Like, I I I'm take it fine. Or leave it yeah, I'm yeah. fine with Fair the Pro enough. controller right now. Yeah, no, you good at Smash Brothers? I used to be. What's your main? <laughs> uh, I played a lot of Kirby, a lot of Meta Knight, and then for a while I played a lot of Sonic. But that was like not a great time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I played against Tom yesterday. He's pretty good. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He's nice. he's being very modest. Who do you play as, Pear? Link. Cool. That was a snap answer there. <laughs> it's just old school. He knows what he likes. <laughs> the man. very first game that yep. was my character, and somehow, like, I always try playing as other characters. I'll do Marth for a while, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, nope, gotta go back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta do it. I've been playing a lot of Shulk uh, lately, so I'm really hoping. I know it's probably I don't like, like the his easiest guess. <laughs> His pants are fine no. here. They're <laughs> fine. Backslash. Um, <laughs> Backslash. Yeah. Probably my third most played character in Smash Bros. is random, though. I just love... Yeah. I just like mixing it up a lot. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, good thing you're not playing at the competitive invitation. Yeah. <laughs> that, you should not I'm, not... I'm glad I'm not the one that's being sent. Let's put yeah, it that way. Yeah, exactly. Um, but a game that we all got a chance to, to play this past weekend uh, is Mario Tennis Aces, or the tournament demo, more specifically. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to give a little bit of our impressions here and find out what you guys 
thought about your experience with it. Um, first and foremost, I just want to get this out of the way. I know that a lot of people have had connection issues with the game, at least in the beginning, uh, you know, closer towards the beginning of when the demo actually kicked off. Uh, I did specifically, so uh, I can vouch for that. But I can say, like, when it works, it worked. Re- I think it worked really well. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with this. I did not expect to enjoy the online multiplayer aspect of it as much as I actually am enjoying it because I'm really all about, like, I'm really all about story mode. I'm a story <laughs> mode guy, and this game's going to have a huge adventure mode. But um, I want to hear what you guys thought about the demo. Like, Pear, what'd you think? So I, I couldn't enjoy it because I had the connection issues. I, I I jumped on and like just couldn't couldn't get it to run okay at all me. no and then I had to I had to leave um, but uh, I, I've seen it played obviously okay and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm really interested like the the stuff that excites me are the really kind of goofy aspects like having chain chomp in there or mm-hmm. you know playing on some of the crazier chords I'm like I'm all over that yeah and then I'm also I'm a uh, you know the any of the story modes like in old Mario Golf, I, I absolutely love that. Yeah, and this one looks like because I got a chance yeah. to actually preview the game, um, so I played a little bit of the story mode, and it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Like but, if you like that type of story. Were you getting matches? Were you pretty evenly matched? And it was running. It was not stopping in mid shot for you. Uh, during during yeah. the tournament demo, in the beginning it was like I had a lot of problems on Saturday. Okay, that's when I got a chance to start playing. But um, Sunday, everything was really smooth for me, okay. and that's when I actually started to win. Because when it <laughs> lags, it really lags. Uh, like yeah. it's super that's bad. That's really frustrating when an online game does that. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a it's a nerve wracking omen for whatever the Nintendo online services is yeah. going to be. Like I, I'm not saying that that necessarily indicates the quality of that, but like, man, I hope it actually does not indicate the quality of No, that. I don't think it So does. there was some chatter Nintendo stock dropped and there was right. some chatter about whether that was caused by, you know, analysts misunderstanding that this Mario test uh, slash demo event that that was kind of a preview of how bad the online service is going to be. And it's like God, play Splatoon. Yeah. Right? yeah. We've been playing Splatoon on this machine. That's We've true. Been playing yeah. Mario, Mario Kart, Kart on this yeah. machine uh, in in the kind of the free online era. It'll be fine. Yeah, you know. Yeah, get your knickers in a twist. That's why I'm not. I'm not down on Mario Mario Tennis either, um, because of some some hiccups in the beginning. I I have confidence that if they can run uh, Splatoon with eight players online with no problems, uh, the two player game is going to be just fine too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get a chance to play it at all, Tom? Yeah, I did. I thought it was really fun. I thought there was a a surprising amount of instantly jumping to the ball when you're halfway across the court. With oh, like with the, the trick su- shots? Yeah, the yeah. trick shots. Yeah. That was a little frustrating for me, <laughs> um, but didn't destroy my enjoyment of the game. Mm. I was really happy to see that it it seems like a pretty fun game after the last few Mario Tennis games that we've gotten have not <laughs> been so great. Um, Ultra Smash. Yeah. And Ultra yeah. Smash was just too limited, right? right. It wasn't a so lot in bones. it. I mean, yeah. core gameplay was was fine. I it it yeah. looks like this game, and this is something that kind of went back to not just the demo, but like just what we've seen of it so far in, in trailers and stuff. It seems like Nintendo is really going all in on this game. Mm-hmm. Like they're not just releasing it as like, mm-hmm. ah, here's a Mario sports game. It's It seems like a, a full-fledged thing. Thing yeah. and I'm I'm excited for that, yeah. especially the story mode. Some of the shots in those trailers, I like y- y- the tournament. The tournament mode is so cool to me, but the story mode is really really appealing. Yeah. It is hilarious to me though that this this tournament mode structure of join a tournament and you go through a bracket and you go all the way through is something that 
people have been asking of Overwatch and Hearthstone <laughs> and all of these huge games for so long, and Nintendo's like ahead of the curve yeah, you for go. the first time yeah. ever in an online thing. It's but just it, really it cool. It just makes sense. I mean, it's it based does. on real tennis, right? Yeah. yeah. And so that's great that they nailed that. I really like the way it's set up. I think it's totally fun. It's fair. Like you, you have to sort of work your way up, and the second you lose, you fall right back to the to the bottom, and you kind of have to keep going in until you get to that gold trophy. I actually, I'll I'll be honest. I did not win a tournament. Oh, I got no. very close. I got to the fourth round before I could actually finish it. But Chain Chomp has like the biggest, most powerful swing, and I would always run into a Chain Chomp towards the end, mm. and it would mess me up. Uh, but yeah, no, I think it's really, really great. Um, there's a lot to look forward to with Mario Tennis, especially if you're looking for more like online competitive games on Switch, and it's coming out on June 22nd, so it's just, just after E3. I'm just excited in how we're inevitably going to hook it up to the big TV next yeah. to your yeah. desk pair, and we're yeah. all going to play. That's always... What I really like and appreciate about these yeah. Mario Party games, I mean, the last Mario Tennis I played was the 64 mm-hmm. version, and but I played a ton of it, and it was always when I had friends over, and we would just play that for hours, and that's what I'm looking forward to in this office, is having a... Nintendo Party atmosphere. I know you didn't mean Mario Party when you said Mario Party games, but now I want a Mario Party game on Switch. <laughs> you will not escape. When is that happening, by the way? Is that I, happens the last <laughs> one that I played on the Wii U, I did not like at all. So, the were they all riding in the car together? Yeah, they all ride yeah. in a car no, together. And I was like... <sighs> That, that annoyed me so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be in the car with you. Yeah. Let's get out. Uh, there will for sure be Mario Party. Yeah. It's like one of those games where they announce it in a direct with, you know, like in the middle of the year or something. Yeah. It'll just pop I, out. I want them to go back to the GameCube era of Mario Party games, right? please. <laughs> Dude, if they, if, if they made a Mario Party 2 HD remake or something like that, yeah. like one of the classic Mario Parties, that would be fire people yeah. would go crazy yeah. for and just it. add more mini games that yeah. use some motion controls i'd be but stoked not about only that. mini games yeah. i mean we got a mario party 3ds game yes yes that, so, yeah. you know simple. why wasn't that on switch <laughs> maybe <it> was <laughs> what you wish for maybe it was too soon is next week yeah. yeah exactly all right well let's let's jump over into our leading games some of the games that have been coming out this week for nintendo switch and actually one of these also came out for 3ds as well and it's our pick of the week this week sushi striker the way of the sushido is out on friday so if you're watching this on ign a day early which you can every thursday um it's not out yet. It's out tomorrow. But if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, it's out today. Yay. Um, and if you like puzzle games, then this is something you should definitely be paying attention to because it is out on both Switch and 3DS. So you're not left out of the party and if you, you don't have a Switch. you can play the demo now. Right. There's a demo. So, and Surprisingly hefty demo, too. Yeah. It's a it's the first couple of uh, like chapters or yep. Couple of levels in the story mode, so you get the story. Um, you kind of get a feel for what the game will be. Um, you get these really cute sushi sprites mm-hmm. that you will be able to collect. Yeah. And your first one is, uh, you know, very tropey, very powerful one that the bad guys have been looking for forever. Yeah. Um, the story in this game is <laughs> so insane. So ridiculous. Yes. I, love I love it. it. It's, it's great. so melodramatic. <laughs> my my, I mean, I. I want to like this more. I've only yeah. played the demo so far. I'm looking Same. forward to to playing the the full game, but um 
what I what I don't like about the Switch ver Switch version is like you I kind of feel like you have to play it with a touchscreen. Yeah. Right. Mm. Don't you the, think so? The actual you, controls yeah. do not work well. It puts it, you at a huge disadvantage. But you can't you can use the touchscreen for the Switch version as well. If but, you're not playing on your TV, yeah. but uh, True. you know, otherwise yeah. you're you're stuck with the, mm -hmm. the stick. There's an assist mode you can turn on to mm -hmm. like make it a little bit easier to select the the next plates. Mm -hmm. But uh, I I found like I did not like the the stick controls at all. I and didn't so then either. I went to touchscreen and that's where the 3DS version is just has so a huge much advantage because you have a stylus. Yeah. And it's tiny. You can see past it, and my big mm -hmm. fat finger gets in the way of. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I feel like this this game was perfectly designed for the 3DS, yeah. and I don't quite feel that it, it has made the transition to the Switch yeah. as well. But those are just my first impressions, yeah. and I need to play it a ton more. Those are my first impressions as well. And honestly, like using the finger isn't even ideal. Not only because it doesn't work as well as the stylus, because. Uh, my wrist started hurting mm -hmm. doing that, the pointing, <laughs> trying to like hold the switch up and using the pointing, whereas the stylus is just so much friendlier. And it's a small <laughs> device to hold in one hand. Right? Yeah, this it's just a lot better. Bigger. Or even on that kind of gameplay reminds me of a lot of puzzle games I've played on the phone. Yeah. Um, where you are matching things. So that's the aim of this puzzle game. You're matching same colored plates. So you are dragging your finger across the screen, matching these different colored plates or using the stylus for it. And with such a big screen, and such a, it just doesn't work as well as I want it to. But that 3DS version doesn't have that problem, and it's also ten dollars cheaper. Yeah, that's um, the other thing. It is not a cheap game, and mm -hmm. and just to be fair to this game, there is a ton of production value in this, right? Mm -hmm. It has like these animated story sequences, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lot of uh, progression and mm -hmm. cool ideas. And but fifty bucks for a puzzle game is is kind of unusual it's in steep. today's mm -hmm. day. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You play it? I did. I, yeah. I was just gonna say. I, I think we did breeze over the yeah. anime cutscenes a little bit because I agree <laughs> with all so the criticisms good. you guys have. But man, I was watching this cutscene and just like laughing hysterically. Yeah. Like, yeah, it yeah. was so cute, and it it like you said, the production value. It, it felt like an anime. Like it yeah. felt like you were watching a TV show, not like an in-game cutscene. World has run think out it, of fish. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> it so doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. It's just very light and silly and funny and well animated and yeah. well voice acted. I, yeah. I think that there is, you're totally right. I think it's got problems. I think it's probably better on 3DS, but it's also just a really cute and endearing game to me and for some yeah. reason. I'm sure it's still going to be a, a good game that, you know, like if people play it for the first time, I think there's a lot that they'll find to yeah, like. Totally. I'm just, mm -hmm. You know, as a kind of second outing for me, I was like, oh, yeah, like now I remember how it played on 3DS, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I don't want to torpedo your pick of the week. Uh, <laughs> like what you, you're no, obviously all, really enjoying it, right? Those are all very fair arguments. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Out of all the games that came out this week, this is definitely my pick of the week yeah um but you know I, I lean towards a lot of your criticisms as well like i definitely feel like this game plays a lot better on uh the 3ds but i'm also really happy to see it available on switch as well mm -hmm. and hopefully this is just a stepping stone as to how that series can evolve on switch and you know with future titles and stuff because it's very popular uh in japan especially it's got a really i mean it's really satisfying when you build up your meter and you do a combo and like just the action of selecting a lot of plates at mm -hmm. one, it like the the way it feels actually really good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just a visibility issue. You're, you're looking for plates, and your hand is in the way. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. well, maybe maybe yeah. I just have giant no. Hands. I had I had the same problem. It <laughs> right. wasn't ideal for me. Yeah. Well, that's the great thing about opinions is that yeah. we can like something yeah. and criticize it at the same right. time. Do they make, yeah. do they make like sty a stylus that works with a switch? 
I'm sure. I feel like you, there has to be someone one. made one and nobody has needed it. No, what you do now. is you get uh, like a sausage and you put it in a glove, like a latex glove. Yeah. Wet the tip just a little bit. Okay. And that'll work. Sweet. Not I'll do that when sausages. I get home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a perfect time to move forward here. Um, <laughs> couple more games. A couple more games to talk about real quick. I, I don't know if any of you guys have played these games, but I got a chance to play them over the last couple days, which is pretty cool. Uh, one of them is called Shape of the World, and it's out now for Switch. It's $15 on the eShop, and this game is so similar to Proteus. Have you guys heard of Proteus? It came out yeah. a couple years ago, uh-huh. like PC, PlayStation. Essentially, it's it's kind of like a walking simulator if uh, you took a bunch of LSD or drugs <laughs> before you started walking outside. Because as you can see, it's it's sort of procedurally generated. Uh, the world is creating itself around you as you explore it. And it's it's all very dynamic and, and everyone's world is going to end up different at the end of it. And so essentially the gameplay is very limited to lots of exploration um, and then walking through different gateways that then open up new layers of the world and add these different colors and, and different plant life and creatures and stuff like that. There's, there's virtually no combat or things that will try and attack you. So this is one of those games that you can totally just zone out and relax while you play like there's nothing to so you're chasing orbs so it's like crackdown without the crack in the down or what what are you doing (laughs) exactly it's like crackdown without the crack in the down um but was was um, proteus a vr game because i've i've played vr games similar to really similar Mm -hmm. concept yeah yeah um i don't know if proteus was was ever in vr but it's would definitely make a great vr game see something like this does work very well uh in vr but for Switch, it's also nice because it's one of those games that you can play in handheld mode and have like the TV on in the background. Mm-hmm. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Just yeah. kind of like lose yourself in. Uh, vi- it's visually, I think it's a gorgeous looking yeah, game. Really, really yeah, really, really cool style. It has like uh, elements of like No Man's Sky in it mm-hmm. as well, um, just visually speaking, yeah. not mechanically. Um, but yeah, if you're into these like sort of more laid back games like exploration, walking simulators, this is yep. definitely one to uh keep your eye on or check out because uh, it's out now. Mm-hmm. But uh, another game that, that I was, was uh, also... Sorry, that was Shape of the World? Shape of the World. Okay. Yeah, Shape of the World for Nintendo Switch. So make sure you uh, check that out. But also another game that is a little bit more, uh, man, I don't know. I, I guess adrenaline pumping would be a good way to put <laughs> it. Uh, it's called Grid and it's out on... Uh, it's out now as well. It's also $15, and we have some B-roll for this one as well. You guys have to see this in action. If you're watching the video podcast, look at your phones right now or your computer. <laughs> this is so weird, this game. Um, it's basically if like uh, an 80s arcade game was made today. And oh, it it's totally... like Thumper, almost like visually yeah. like Thumper a little bit? Yeah, it, it totally reminded me of Thumper. It has, it has those same like Thumper vibes to it but it plays mm. radically different than thumper did because y- you can shoot in this game it's a little bit of a shooter but it's not about shooting um you can essentially run through the whole thing without firing a bullet because you're just dodging objects the whole time mm. um which is really cool but you're building up combos as well and there's like a score um so it's not an infinite like endless runner style game it does have like levels to it 
but the the way the game is engineered or built is so cool because it never it never leaves that pathway um when you go from the main menu to the actual game like the, the road is constantly moving you know what it looks like it looks like the box art of old like Sinclair Spectrum games like <laughs> you know Mind Forever Voyaging or something mm-hmm. it's like it's got like the the kind of like the Tron look to yeah, it it's, totally. it's really cool yeah yeah it's it's yeah. totally like an 80s arcade game made today the music is awesome uh it c- controls feel great it's got HD rumble support as well so definitely yeah. check it out if you're looking for just a random fun exciting thumper-esque game that's cool yeah the, a, a couple of games slipped out last week you know mm-hmm. we, we we didn't get to it like fallen legion we talked about that a little yes, bit that, yeah. that also came out already yeah right like a kind of like a side-scrolling rpg battles game that yeah yeah really interesting it's cool like that uh we don't have any b-roll of it sorry uh in advance but um it's got a really unique combat yeah. system that feels almost like a rhythm like it has a rhythmic element to it uh it's an active combat system but it's also mixed with traditional like turn based uh, RPG styles yeah. as well. Which I, I know it sounds a little weird, but it works it's, well. It's together. interesting. I like I like the look of it too. Like the kind of the the two D animation looked really cool. Yeah. And then Ikaruga came out. I hope you're playing that one. Yeah. And then Tom recommended Yoko's Island Adventure, which mm-hmm. um, Island Express. Uh, Island Express. Yeah. yeah no, which we Postman. Talked about we talked about which mm-hmm. was I'm really enjoying it. There's just too much to play again. There's a lot. Yeah. It's we've, crazy. We've we've been uh, sort of missing a lot of games, but there are a ton out that you guys should definitely. <laughs> play um do you get anxiety attacks when you open the e-shop and just <laughs> see like I what do. was added it's like oh my god Jesus. out of nowhere yeah. um but yeah those are those are our picks for this week um definitely make sure you check out sushi striker if you're looking for a decent uh puzzle game on switch but i'm excited about this next segment here so we're kind of bringing back question block the way we Bing. used to uh where it's not live i'm sort of just reading your questions here but a couple hours ago i was on twitter and i tweeted out asking for your questions. So these are directly your questions that you guys asked me a couple a couple hours ago. So we're going to kick it off with uh, one of our favorite people here <laughs> from NBC, uh, an old NBC old-timer, uh, friend of the show, Lily Zaldivar asks, Zoltar. <laughs> uh, do you think Waluigi will be in Smash? Of yes. Of course she would ask that. 100%. <laughs> I think so too. As a trophy. Oh no! <laughs> Don't break our hearts. I think I think Lily has started a wavolution, <laughs> and if she continues this, I like the that. walls will get to Nintendo, and Waluigi may. But isn't he, isn't he like one sword. of the few kind of bigger-ish? Nintendo yeah, that's not characters. in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Wario yeah. was added yeah. last time. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Waluigi deserves a spot. It's time. He's so weird too. But he's but so Wario, strange. Wario has his, his own, own games, games and Waluigi doesn't. Yeah. So does that matter to being a Smash Bros. character? No, but you got him in tennis and other games. Well, Come that's, on. that's really all he's in, right? Is the tennis, like the sports games. Okay, and if they can put like the, maybe a couple other things. If they can put the Wii Fit trainer in, <laughs> that's in Smash. Fair. If they can put Game and Watch yeah. guy that is in fair. Smash. Like but they both can of them had their own games. Just they did. Know. They did. I feel like Ice Climbers will be back, and mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like Waluigi. I I just think that's a no-brainer for to, to be draw. clear i'm not advocating yeah. against waluigi no. and smash you're I'm just advocating saying. for a waluigi standalone game okay. oh oh that, i see that's okay. what i want here yeah yeah that, that, that makes you too. one person who wants i mean that. no no, no really? i want it waluigi <laughs> had a um a course in mario kart 
Waluigi Stadium. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's oh, yeah. 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 Eh, does that go. count? <laughs> He's got a pretty big fan base out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of love out there for Waluigi. <laughs> um, okay, so Polar Freeze asks if the rumor about Dragon Ball Fighters or Fighter Z is Fighters. true, uh, would you buy it again if you already bought it on another platform? I personally have been waiting for the Switch version if there is going to be one. So. I, I might like I actually didn't think about this. I might not because I mostly want to play it in two player, mm-hmm. and I I feel like I can already do that at home most of the time when I yeah, take take right. the machine with me. I play single player, mm-hmm. but um yeah, it's a good question. I, I I would have to see what's in it. Like if Mario is in it or something, then yeah. definitely <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. We'll I can't even imagine how much the Dragon Ball community would lose their mind if Mario was like <laughs> reanimated in the Dragon Ball style for that game. That'd be so cool <laughs> with the like the animations. Yeah. That's what I want Waluigi in. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think a lot of people, like more so competitive players, I guess, would probably buy it a second yeah. time on mm-hmm. Switch if they have a practice. Switch. Yeah, yeah, just for practice. You even pre tournaments, just yeah. like sitting in the lobby, yeah. would be a great idea. But yeah, I'm with Perry. Like it's a it's a game that I would p- I play with people on the couch. Mm. So if I already have the capability to do that, like I'm not super interested in playing it on my own. Mm. So, but I definitely, I mean, I definitely buy it. If you're into, if it added a lot of such a great game, if it added a lot of new and interesting stuff that only came to Nintendo, then I would be much more inclined to, to get it a second yeah. time. Have you guys seen the Waluigi mod in Fighters? No. Yeah, there's a no. video of that online. I'll try and link that in the there's video crazy description. Mods. The Dragon Ball Fighters <laughs> PC community has gone nuts modding that game. There's yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog, so many Waluigi, cool ones. there's like... In, yeah. Isn't there Spongebob and Patrick? Spongebob and Patrick, yeah. It's <laughs> Best is that canon for Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. <laughs> You're actually in the same universe. <laughs> um, okay, so... Let's see. Uh, Dreaded Diablo asks, do you think Nintendo will release a Metroid Prime trilogy like the Wii version on the Switch to get us ready for Metroid Prime 4? Hmm. Yes. Probably a smart idea. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I hope they do. I think it is smart. I mean, they, they released uh, Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2 again on the Switch in anticipation for Bayonetta 3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we've, yeah. We've, we've said this on the show before. We can't imagine Prime 4 being ready this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that'd be a nice surprise, but that just doesn't make... that That's so... No, I don't you think th- it's going to happen. So I think Trilogy would be wonderful to tide us over. You think the, we'll see Prime 4 at E3, though? Yeah. Okay. Trailer. Mm. Something. Yeah. I don't. More than a logo. Be yeah. nice. Be nice if it was playable. I have a feeling it'll be trailer. I, I think, think if Nintendo has like a one more thing type of moment, mm. it'll be like gameplay trailer for Prime mm-hmm. 4. Remember, they, they keep on saying they focus on 2018. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we'll see. Yeah. You know, yeah. This was clearly a little bit farther out. Yeah. Um, so Spisona asks, uh, what do you think Animal Crossing's chances are being shown off this year for Switch? So chances, I don't know. You would give us a percentage. Uh, well, I honest uh, I'll give you my percentage. Seven percent. Seven percent? Oh, wow. I was gonna aim higher. I was gonna say like fifteen percent. <laughs> I think it's probably around there, right? Like it doesn't yeah. seem very likely. I want it to happen. Yeah, but same. Especially with what Pear just they said. Just about came it out with an Animal Crossing. A while back I would have said it's a no brainer that they'll announce it for this year and this would be uh, one of their bigger Christmas games because of the mobile game yeah. and mm-hmm. it marketing the brand again. But now it's been so quiet. I'm I'm gonna put it as like a 
25% chance that we'll see um, something. It like, just, they will be one. There's no question right. about it. Like, well, there, there's no longer an excuse that this mm -hmm. is a console. You can take it with you. There will be Animal Crossing. The, and this is total speculation. I have nothing to base this on, but maybe they're going to use Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee's tie-in with Pokemon Go and be like, all right, how did that do? How did people respond yep, to this? Maybe. And then maybe they're going to look to try to do a similar thing with Animal Crossing in the mobile game. Yep. Uh. I don't think there's any reason to believe that that is what they are doing, mm -hmm. but yeah. like it's something that would make sense, I guess. It's it the only yeah. mobile game, though, that's not going to have an analog out, right? Like Fire Emblem, we're getting a Fire Emblem right. game on Switch. It's it's weird that there's no Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah. Ones, but, yeah. It is very strange, but yep. if these leaks are, are true, I would have expected to see... Animal Crossing at some point already, and yep. since we haven't seen it, that's why I'm putting my percentage for so low. So low. What was it? Thirteen percent. Seven percent. Seven percent. Okay, very nice. <laughs> there have been some fake, uh, pretty obviously fake leaks uh, pointing towards an Animal Crossing release on Switch, but I honestly don't think we'll get it this year. It's just, it's a little sad. <laughs> um, but uh, okay, so let's move on to our next question. Jonders FPT asks: Is there a chance that Pokemon 2019 is a Diamond and Pearl remake? Casey, I think there is a, a absolutely zero chance because they've already <laughs> confirmed that it is a brand new game in a new region with new Pokemon. <laughs> okay, they've already said that. They've new already Pokemon, confirmed. so not a remake. Yes, that answers that yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm getting word from our producer here that we actually have a picture that we're going to share with the audience real quick. Um, go ahead and throw that up there, Andres. Aww. Oh, Lily. <laughs> there Walla, we go. Walla Lily? Walla Lily. Walla Lily. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, because I hope you're wearing that for the entirety of E3, Lily. I think um, that's her plan. Yeah. Hopefully you're going to will that character into Smash. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, okay, so we're getting close to the end here, but there's like two or three more questions I want to get to. There, by the way, over 100 of you guys out there sent us questions and uh, on Twitter. So thank you very much for doing that. Uh, but I'm going to try and get to a couple more of them. Patrick Star 17 asks, if a 2D Mario was announced, what art style would you like to see it be? Ooh, that's a really good mm. question. 2D Mario was announced, what art style would you like it to be? I, you know, I thought the new Super Mario Brothers art style was super boring. Mm -hmm. Like I, I never loved it. I love that one Van Gogh world. That they did. Do you right, remember yeah, that? Yeah, that? And I was like, was man, great. how cool would it be if the art style changed? That you're actually going through like a Picasso, a Matisse, like do like a crazy version of Mario where the characters and the worlds look different based on like painter styles. I would love to see an art style like that because, you know, Paper Mario played with a Mario franchise already gave us something original. Mm -hmm. I would love that. That would be really cool. Right? I want that. Good job. Good job on that. <laughs> fair. I, I want. That's it. Go ahead. Okay. I want to see a um, 2D Mario. Style, it's styled like Octopath Traveler, where it's oh, like ooh. a pop-up book. Mm -hmm. But I don't want it to be like a 2D Mario platformer. I want that to be Paper Mario. Hmm. Yeah, that's... That so would be really cool. That's similar to what I was going to say is the paper... I think it was Paper Mario for Wii, where it would go between 2D and 3D. Mm -hmm. That had one of my favorite art styles of any of the Paper Mario mm -hmm. games. Um, I'd love to see something like that. I, I'd also just... My main hope, if there is a 2D platforming Mario, is that it is not... Yarn or clay <laughs> themed. Um, I know, no, burned out a little yeah, bit. No yeah, no offense to those. Yeah. Like, because I really liked uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn. Yeah. I liked that art style. I liked the Yoshi art style. Well, this, but then they started making the Yoshi Yarn one, and they started like they're they're starting this, to just use that art style everywhere. And there's like, no material left though. They don't they <laughs> felt yeah. metal. Have we had oh metal metal <laughs> Mario? His um, own game finally. Exactly. What if no. they go the route of like Pokemon and make them toys? 
I'm I'd probably be okay with That's that. That's like March yeah. of the Minis though, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind similar. Of like little wind yeah. up toys. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just hope they they use that art style more sparingly. Yep. No, I, I get hopefully. I get um so Greek Hylian asks, "Do you think Retro Studios Star Fox game is real and will it be at E3?" I believe it will be a crossover between or yeah, I believe it will be a crossover between Star Fox and F0. Uh, that was the that was hmm. the rumor, right? Was that it was a Star retro. Fox racing game yeah. from Retro? I think he's yeah. talking about Grand Prix, yeah. But, but yeah. less less. I mean, it is a racing game in that you're trying to um, beat people's times, but it's still shooting based. Like right. you would shoot things, and depending on the combos, you'd get speed boosts. Right. Right. So it's that kind of game where you have a competitive factor, not on the top score, but actually the top time time for completing a course. I think it's real. Like it, I I felt like the. You know the rumors popped out from so many different directions. It could be it could be completely made up, and it's just like one of those rumors that goes from person to person. And it becomes real. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it 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 would make sense to me. Like it is the time for a Star Fox game, and I was expecting a Star Fox game to be at E3 mm-hmm. um, in some fashion. So I think it's real. I want to believe. Well, Miyamoto last just last year reminded everybody that both Pikmin and Star Fox are alive and well, mm-hmm. and they are definitely planning something with them. So maybe we'll hear something about them at E3. Be more excited for a Pikmin game, dude! I would lose my point. mind. Games. You think it's real too, right? The I do think Star it's Fox real. Game? Yeah. I think if it's not real, it's gotten enough attention and praise that. Maybe it will be. It will be made now. That's right. Yeah. It's like Dinosaur Planet where we all said it looks like Star Fox and they're like, fine. <laughs> it's Star Fox. Now, now it's Star Fox Adventures. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that's our show this week. Thank you guys very much for tuning in, watching, listening. We are a weekly show on IGN.com and you can catch us early on IGN.com every Thursday uh, around 3 p.m. Whenever we're live, it's at 3 p.m. Pacific. We're not live right now. Uh, so you can probably catch us around 5 or 6 o'clock is when we're aiming to get this episode up. Otherwise, you can catch us on YouTube.com slash Nintendo Voice Chat every Friday. So make sure you look at that. Also, we are available on all of your favorite podcast listening services as well. Uh, so thank you all very much for joining me this week. It's a very exciting time right now as we head into E3. It's going to be crazy. I am so excited. Yeah. I can't. Like Me too. E3, E3 is a beautiful time, and there'll be so many. Like I own every console, so there will be yeah. something that's going to get me really excited, but I'm really, I'm really rooting for Nintendo here to show some great stuff with Smash Brothers, and every Smash Brothers character reveal trailer has been golden so far, mm-hmm. so I can't even imagine what we'll see. Yep. It's going to be a great week. All right. We will see you guys real soon. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.